Gophers versus Badgers, a border battle in basketball taking place today. What you need to know when it comes to the Minnesota Golden Gophers. You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, today we're talking a little basketball. Uh, Be sure to follow the channel wherever you get your podcast at Locked On Golden Gophers and hit subscribe on YouTube where we are building the community. I appreciate you all over there. And let me know what you think of the show in the comments, what you want to see more of in the comments, hear more of in the comments. Hopefully we'll be getting a another analyst every Friday or at least three Fridays in the month talking hockey with us each and every week. And then we're on top of that, we're going to be talking basketball. We're going to be talking football offseason updates. So be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube. Now, before we dive into it all and get to what we're here to talk about, I do want to mention if you're watching the NFL game last night, Bills and Bengals, there was a very scary injury. I just want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with Damar Hamlin and definitely keep him in your thoughts. And we are with him and the Bills organization and his family and friends as well. Now, let's get back into the Gophers and talking about uh, what we do here each and every day of the week with Golden Gophers. We're talking basketball today heavily. We talked about football yesterday, so if you didn't catch that one, we talked about Coach Fleck and what he still has to do with the Golden Gophers to continue the progress that's building. So check that out from yesterday's show. But today we're talking Golden Gophers versus Badgers in a game that kicks off Big Ten play tonight for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Now the Big Ten is back and it is in full swing tonight with the Gophers heading on the road to take on the Badgers in Madison. The Gophers' last scheduled game was versus Alcorn State and was canceled for the second year in a row. Maybe we should stop putting that game on the schedule because clearly it's just not meant to be. But prior to that, the Gophers won in a close one against Chicago State, which has me slightly nervous about this Big Ten play. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely a little bit worried when it comes to the Gophers men's basketball team right now. Not because I don't think they're talented, not because I don't think that they can win Big Ten games, but because I think the time to understand each other on the court and how they play, how their play styles mesh, where guys like their shots, how they like to receive the ball coming off the screens, how they play off of each other, who is the energy guy, the spark plug on defense, all of that, all of that that I just listed hasn't quite meshed together. And that's what the non-conference is for no matter if you're playing lower opponents or not that's what you're using that time for and it just doesn't seem like it's fully clicking yet for the Gophers men's basketball team now that's due to many aspects that's due to the team being forced to play young I mean losing Parker Fox and Isaiah Enan was real tough for this roster those guys would have been huge for this team especially when it comes to 
energy levels and being the guy who can play a role or being the guy who can look at what that team needs that specific game and be that for the team. The energy that they can bring on both sides of the court, offensively and defensively, Fox and Enan are important pieces to this, this team. And they haven't been able to bring that role. And then on top of that, nobody's really stepped into that role on the court. So that's one issue. And you're forced to play a lot of young guys who are still learning to adjust from the high school to the D1 level. It's a big jump. Not everybody can be immediate producers from the jump coming from high school to true freshman starters, true freshman players, true freshman heavy minutes. So it's a tough, and that's part of the reason why it's not all clicking. And another one that I think could be the main, main thing is it seems like our offensive identity is still lacking right now. What is the play style of the Golden Gophers? What is Golden Gophers basketball? When things, shots aren't falling, when things are going wrong, what is the comfort zone for this team to find a bucket, an easy bucket? Is it run and gun? Is it pace and space? Is it more balanced motion with offensive sets? Is it lockdown defense and preventing second chance opportunities by cleaning the glass and playing a low scoring game where you just capitalize on every opportunity you can take? What is the play style of the Golden Gophers? Before fixing free throw issues, before running ISOs for our key players, before scheming shots for Garcia or Battle or whoever, what is Gophers basketball? That is the number one problem with the offense on this team right now is I don't think they have an identity or at least nothing that they've shown. So finding that and being able to establish who the Gophers are both now and in the future and what type of ball we play, that is key number one for this team meshing, getting together, and finding success. Establishing that will not only be key versus Wisconsin, but also for the entirety of the Big Ten schedule and trying not to finish at the bottom of those standings for a back-to-back year. Now, coming up next, we're going to talk about the Badgers' opponent, what they're like on the court, what they've done thus far. That's what's coming up next. But first, a message from our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. This show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. And as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs because with LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the right skill sets. LinkedIn Jobs helps you attract qualified candidates to your job with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data and they're reaching out to their over 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates of that 875 million pool. You get to identify with the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and connect with them fast and for free. And to do it for free, all you have to do is head over to linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post about your job for free, and it'll help you get those qualified candidates that you want to talk to even faster. Terms and conditions apply.
All right, Gophers, and thank you for listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. We're here to talk about football, basketball, and hockey all year, all year. Now, we heavily talk about football, but I definitely want to talk about men's and women's basketball and also men's and women's hockey. So I'm still learning the hockey game a bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to hold you like I'm some expert in that field, but we will be getting experts on this show. I have three of them in the works to get on here. Hopefully it'll be every week or not every week. Every week we'll have one of them on here, but we'll rotate throughout the month. Who's coming on. I think it'll be really good. And I won't name those names until I fully got it locked in just to make sure we got it happening. But also we want to interview more players, more coaches, more, you name it, analysts, drafts, draft scouts. We're going to get it all here on the podcast. So be sure to hit subscribe and check out Locked On Sports today if you can't get enough information when it comes to what the biggest stories are in the sports world. They're giving you 30-minute podcast on the top topics of the sporting world from across every sport. And everything you need to know will be on that at Locked On Sports today. All right, so let's talk about the Badgers. Let's talk about what this Badgers basketball team has been like in the 2022-23 season. They're a team heading into the season that got really little credit for what they've done over the past decade when it comes to basketball, but it seemed like maybe they were falling off. Maybe Johnny Davis, who was their best player last season, who went to the draft and was drafted top 10, maybe, just maybe, he was the reason why they were still relevant and they could fall off, but that has not absolutely has not been the case after losing johnny davis the team still hasn't lost a step they're ranked number 14 in the nation right now one of the best schools in the big 10 right now and they're 10 and 2 and those two losing games have come by a total a combined total of four points the first loss was to kansas who at the time was ranked number one in the nation and they lost by one point on a buzzer beater put back layup in a neutral site game, it was a tough loss for the Badgers, and it was it literally looked like the Badgers game to win. Very lucky putback. I can't say lucky; it, it was a nice putback. But overall, kind of a the, one of the toughest losses you can take when it comes to the college basketball world. Now, on top of that, the second loss was a three point loss to a fairly decent Wake Forest team that was started off as seven and one as they headed to play the Badgers. And are currently 10 and 4. So not a terrible team at all. On top of that, Wisconsin was out rebounded in that Wake Forest matchup 33 to 22. And that is the only losses they've suffered. They've played a lot of fairly decent teams. They've beaten Iowa. They've beat a Dayton team that started out ranked this year. They've beaten teams mainly pretty handily. There have been a couple close games in there. But the thing that hurts the most is that two of the Badgers' four key players on their team are from Minnesota. That's right. It hurts a little bit, stings a little bit more when they come from our state. Tyler Wall, their number one player, 14.1 points per game, 6.8 rebounds, and two assists. The offense definitely funnels through him. He is the key player, kind of like Johnny Davis, but in a way completely different type of play style. It funnels through him and everybody else 
supplements his game, but he's definitely the focus of the offense. Now, from him, you also have three other players that are pertinent on this team. The first is Stephen Kroll. He is also from Minnesota. I believe he played at Eastview. Tyler Wall played at Lakeville North, a.k.a. Wisconsin High School. And so Kroll has 11.5 points per game, 6.6 rebounds per game, and 3.3 assists. Now, that 6.6 rebounds feels kind of kind of low for a guy who's a seven-footer and the only seven-footer on the team, but he gets it done, I guess. 6.6 rebounds is nothing to slough at. Still 11.5 points, which is third on the Badgers roster. And then Chucky Hepburn, he is a guard, uh, 11.9 points per game, so nearly 12 points a game, 3.8 rebounds, 2.9 assists as one of the lead guards on the team. And then the fourth key player on this Badgers roster that you need to know is Connor Asijan. He is a uh, true freshman, 10.4 points per game, 3.1 rebounds, one assist per game. But Asijan and Hepburn, you got to know that those two guys can light it up from deep, both in the mid to high 40% range for three-point shooting. Asijan is at 45%, and Chucky Hepburn is shooting 49% from three. Those guys can stroke it from deep. They can do it consistently, and they can do it in a very like hot shooting motion, like hot hand. They'll ride the hot hand. So those two are definitely guys to keep in mind. Now, like I said, this offense funnels through Tyler Wall. And then from there, it kind of spaces out and the guards knock down threes based on kickouts, based on, you know, if they have a slasher coming through, they'll always, if someone drops to cover the slasher, drops to get in the way of a pick and roll, you name it. Then they have the other guards spaced out to try and hit a knockdown three based on drawing the defense in for help. So again, the offense, you're going to look at wall, trying to slow him down. And then from there, you're trying to slow down the three-point shooting and keep Kroll a mitigated factor. Those four players are the key players when it comes to Badgers basketball. But the biggest thing is Asijan, for me, he's one of the more key players to focus on because he is a major spark plug player for this team. When they get cold, when they get down, when they get slow and out of their system, he is one of those players that he can be a very streaky scorer. He's the dude diving on the floor for the balls. He's one of those players that just sparks it when the team needs it, inspires the rest of the team, and gets them back on track. So he's definitely, even as a true freshman, one of the players to keep, I don't know, locked down, keep them from being the type of player they are, keep them frustrated and frazzled, so that way they they aren't, picking their team back up hopefully i mean you can't really stop someone from picking their team back up if they're a great leader but we'll see what we can do to slow down wall and those three others as well now the gophers are seen as long long shots in this basketball game by vegas it's a 13 point underdog but what will minnesota have to do in order to play play spoiler and win this rivalry matchup that's what we're going to talk about coming up next All right, let's do this. Let's talk about how the Gophers can play spoiler. How can the Gophers go to Madison and walk out with a victory? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for a young team that hasn't shown that it can play at that level yet. It just hasn't, plain and simple. And I love the talent on this team. I think this team long-term has the talent to be a really good Big Ten team with the guys on the current roster plus the guys coming in next year. 
It's exciting. But what can you do now to get wins in this Big Ten play? Well, the first thing against this Wisconsin Badgers team that you absolutely have to do, number one priority in this game is rebound, 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 box out, and rebound again. In both losses, the Badgers have suffered. They were heavily out-rebounded. They don't have much size past Stephen Crawl. Now, Crawl is a seven-footer, so you know he can get it done. Tyler Wall also gets it done on the boards. Those two players are majority of where all their rebounds come from, which is hence why sometimes the team struggles when it comes to rebounding. Now, in those two losses, the Kansas loss, they were out-rebounded 50 to 35, a 15-rebound difference. That's huge. Then on top of that, you go to the weight game, and we already talked about they got out-rebounded 33 to 23 with a 10-rebound difference. Those can help you stay in a game, help you swing a game, whether it be second chance points, whether it be getting turning it back over into your offensive sets and getting the Badgers offense off their game. That is huge, and rebounding is going to be pertinent in all of Big Ten play, but especially against this Badgers team. Another thing that the Gophers will have to do in this one in order to try and sneak out the victory is that they have to heavily contest shots. Heavily. You have to be in the faces of these Badgers players nonstop, getting hands up because they're going to get the shots up regardless, but getting hands in their faces and at least throwing the timing off, throwing the rhythm off, doing whatever you can to be in effect that shot in even the slightest of manners. That is going to be huge in this game. If you can if you can disrupt the rhythm, the Badgers can get cold and be a streaky team. If the shot isn't falling consistently for them, they're often the games are often scrappy and down to the wire for UW and regardless of who they're playing. You go and look at their one point win over Dayton, and the Badgers were shooting 22% from the floor just because it was tough. It wasn't easy and shots were not falling. So you have to be in there because when this UW team gets hot, they do not miss. They just, they can hit 50% in a game and it's like, can we get a rebound? No, because it's always in the net. So look, you got to get in, you got to disrupt, you got to do whatever you can to be hands in the face contested. Um, what we used to say when we play back in the day or when you're playing 2K still, whatever you do, it's hand down, man down. You don't get a hand in their face, that shot is going down and it's over. So get a hand in the face, heavily contest the shots, rebound. Those are the two top priorities. And the third thing that has to happen for the Gophers to win this one is our star players have to be just that, stars. They have to, we have to get the best versions of Jamison Battle and Dawson Garcia in sync, in sync, working together in conglomeration, along with Talon Cooper being a true, true point, which he has done, but not making the turnover-worthy plays, not making the slight turnovers in miscommunications or whatever it is. Again, this team is trying to mesh. Well, we can't be turning the ball over foolishly, and we got to get the best of the best when it comes to those best players. If Garcia and Battle can find a way to complement each other on the floor, inside and out, and knock down shots off of each other where you don't know who's getting what and how to stop it, that is what is going to take to give the Gophers a distant chance in winning this game. Now, my personal prediction for the game is Minnesota 58, 
Wisconsin 71, a push for the Vegas line. Minnesota finishing right on that Vegas 13-point line, but I think it's going to be just a little too much for the Gophers to handle in this one. Let me know your predictions down in the comments and what you want to hear about Gophers basketball as we move forward in these shows. That's going to do it for us. This is Kane Rob with Locked On Golden Gophers signing off. Row the boat. Sky you Go Gophers. I'll see you